Are we ready to stop thinking about cats and start thinking? Oh, I'll about never stop thinking about and cats. The weeks in which, unfortunately, <laughs> God, I, cats is burned into my I wish I could stop thinking about cats. Well, at this point, uh, you should all know that Cats the Musical does ex- would also have already premiered on Broadway God. at this point. I don't think they get a lot of Broadway tours in Revenant. That's but... fair. But I just wanted you to know that that it is in the zeitgeist. It is possible that at least one person in town has gotten their hands yeah. on the album. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like it. Oof, it's probably it Barnold, be? right? Yeah. It's definitely Barnold. Barnold's got I a also copy. can imagine, like, maybe he doesn't like the rest of the soundtrack cast recording. Ugh. Sorry, Dr. Albert. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Um, I can imagine that when Big Billy hears memory, he might shed a little tear. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I bet he loves show tunes. I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he loves them. He listens to them while he bake. Okay. God, that's such a beautiful little piece of headcanon. Um, Thanks. But he has to oh, be careful because if he cries too much, his tears get in the dough. Too much salt. Oh, no. Can't Ew. have too much salt in that dough. Bread's a little salty today. What's up with that? I'm sorry. I was listening to cats. <laughs> so where do we want to start, everybody? That's a good question. Um, I was going over Basically, to- there are three places we can start. Yeah. We can start with um, Martha going over to talk to Hawk. We can start with Siobhan going up to the park office. Or we can start with um, the scene currently happening over at uh, Billy's house with- Zoe and Howie and Lillian and um, I think Adam is still there. Or we can do all three simultaneously. Yeah, let's just keep cutting back and forth between all of those rapidly because that will work very well in an audio format and not be confusing at all to our audience. (laughs) Let's do the Howie and Zoe and Billy stuff. Let's do that. I'd like to um, to maybe come to a a point on this one and sort of... yeah. Get some things underway there. Make that happening. So, okay. So, um, in that case, then, let's just start with Howie on the doorstep of the house. Now, this is Billy's house, which I guess means that you would have known it as Billy's dad's house, which also means that um, 40 years ago, this was Jeremy's house to you. Whoa. Which is a wild piece of the lore. How does it feel for Howie to be here at the moment? Uh, probably pretty weird. Yeah, I would definitely Ever think- since, you know. Yeah. Wh- what happened. <laughs> All of that. We don't know what that is. Put some dramatic music here or something. Okay, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine there's definitely a strangeness to being here. Um, so you're on the doorstep and maybe sort of processing all of this. Do you knock? Do you- go right in do you take a minute yeah i'll knock i'll knock on the door i think you are barely finished knocking before uh lillian throws open the door from the other side she looks kind of stuck as if she doesn't know whether to slap you or kiss you i think the maybe the sort of ghost of a smile is is flickering just out of reach of her face and there's this weird moment of, of being stuck back in time, but I think that suddenly she throws her arms around your neck and, and sort of buries her face in your shoulder and hugs you as tightly as she can before pulling back. And then slaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think she hits you. Uh, I think she does say, 
I guess this would be a bad time for an I told you so. Ah, uh, I think there are more pressing matters to attend to. Come on, she's, um, she's awake now and, and scared. Yeah, um, yeah, lead the way. Hey, are, ha- are you going to be able to handle this? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to handle it. I think there's a moment of intense eye contact and uh, then she steps out of the doorway and, and allows you in. Um, Howie is going to uh, kind of like, <sighs> no, never mind. Cut that part. Oh, okay. I'm curious was, where that was going to go. I was going to do, do, he was going to like do a, an eyebrow wiggle as he walked by, but <laughs> that doesn't seem appropriate for this. No, but it does seem situation. like Howie. <laughs> yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Love that guy. <laughs> Love Howie him. does an eyebrow wiggle as he walks by. Love that scamp. Um, Lillian pretends not to smile. <laughs> <laughs> she closes the door behind both of you and uh, I think gestures down the hallway. In uh, in the living room? Uh, n- no, I think she's I think she's in a bedroom, I think is what we decided. Okay. So that there is some ability for uh containment i guess if that needs to happen oh um, uh yeah sure sure for everyone's safety i would think but anyway so yeah she she gestures to the guest room that's first in the hallway mm-hmm. i think right now the door is open um and yeah the door is probably cracked open the light is probably on it in there and i think from as you walk up you can see Zoe sitting in the bed, sort of with her uh, her knees pulled up to her chest and her forehead buried in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Howie is going to do one of those, like, knock and open the door at the same time mm-hmm. thing. Sure. Hey, kiddo. Hey, Zoe. She, you, uh, you remember your old man? Oh, she looks up and I think her face is really pale. She's sweating profusely. And it takes her a second to... Um, if not recognize you, then to maybe make sense of the fact that you're standing here. Dad? Ah, uh, you you do. You remember my name. <laughs> yeah. Um I need to get into I need to get into character voice. <clears throat> yeah, well it's kinda hard to forget. Yeah, um so I hear you've got some uh, stuff going on. You wanna, you wanna fill me in on that? Mom said that's what you would do. Yeah. Uh, she did, did she? Okay. Well, let's get into that. Uh, Howie's gonna go and sit down next to Zoe. Okay. Um, and kind of do like the awkward thing where he's like gonna like pat her on the shoulder mm-hmm. and he doesn't know so he's gonna like put his hand up and then back down am i dying N- no you're you're not you're not dying um there's some stuff that i never told you about me 
And now, I guess you and my whole side of the family. That, uh... That you, sh- you should know. You need to know. Um... Geez, what's, uh... What's the best way to... To put it? So about... Mm, from the time I was probably... 13 or so... Every now and then... I would... Turn... Into... A... Creature of sorts like maybe you seen in the movies. Oh, okay. With the fangs and the boogie oogie claws, some howling. That is just me. And. Also, your, your grandma and grandpa. You're... You're a werewolf? Yeah. I'm a werewolf. And it... Is... A whole big thing that's not even really a, that big a thing, but... you I mean... You know... Now it's it's not always passed down when a werewolf and a non-werewolf uh, decide to have a, a kid. Sometimes the kid becomes a werewolf and sometimes they don't become a werewolf and sometimes they become uh what we call a ruggaroo? Ruggaroo. Oh. <laughs> Which isn't all that bad as it sounds. Oh, okay. You know, oh. personally, I always thought ruggaroo sounded pretty delicious, like something I would go to New Orleans and order. Dad. <laughs> I'm Why? just... Why? Why didn't you tell me this earlier? Because I didn't want to... I didn't want to scare you, didn't want to worry you, and if, like I said, sometimes it passes over a whole generation, or multiple, sometimes it's just gone. And for a long time it seemed like it wasn't something that we needed to worry about, so I felt good about it. And... If I ended up telling you and it wasn't even a big thing, if then... Yeah, that would have been like a huge bummer, right? It would have been a a huge bummer to have you worry for however many years of your life before you realized it's it's not going to happen. So I thought it would be better for your mental state to not have you worry. So, what do I do? Does it always hurt this bad? Um, no. No? I, 
I don't. Th I don't think so. I like I said. I am not a rogueroo. I'm just a, a plain werewolf. Just a regular ordinary. Just a regular ordinary run-of-the-mill werewolf. Um who can kinda change it will most times. And I can I can work with you on trying to get to that point. I don't know if if that'll happen, if you can also do that, but I want you to know that there's nothing really to worry about. Okay. And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you sooner. Has has mom always known? Not always, but mostly yes. I, um, I think that, um, Zoe opens her mouth as if to say something else, and then grits her teeth and buries her head in her knees again. She's sort of shaking visibly, and I think that you intuitively know that she's sort of been fighting this internally without really knowing what it is that she's resisting against, but she is on the verge of transformation and not really capable of holding it back anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, we've seen how he transformed before, and I imagine it's pretty much the same for Zoe. I don't think that there's that much of a difference, but this has never happened to her before. Is there anything that how we would want to like do or say or like to make this different? I don't know what it's like the first time the sure. world transforms. I'd kind of like to figure that out together with you. Sure. Okay. I think it probably takes a longer time mm -hmm. than... That makes sense. Yeah. It's something brand new that your body isn't doing, hasn't mm -hmm. done before, that it's doing for the first time. It's, I think your body is probably still figuring it out. Sure. Um, hmm. We don't have to, like, get super into the body horror of describing it. No, no, no. It. I want to skip over that part. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we'll fast how, forward there. I think Howie probably, um, he probably reaches into his pocket and just pulls out some like packed up like ground beef oh, okay and says like yeah this is uh brought this for you it doesn't look that appealing now but <laughs> in a few minutes i it will i uh i don't think she's really capable of answering you right now but uh -huh. i'm sure she'll appreciate the gesture in a minute sure um i think that we do get a shot of this transformation happening, uh, maybe with, you know, uh, sort of out of the corner of the camera lens. I think that we, we don't linger on any of it too much, but maybe we I feel get, like it's it's one of those, like, camera pans to the silhouette on the we wall. We get, like, her shadow against the wall. Uh -huh. Yeah, I like that, with, like, yeah. limbs stretching in strange ways and her, like, proportions mm -hmm. kind of changing. Uh, at the end of it, something that we haven't really lingered on too much is to what extent you are wolf versus humanoid creature. Mm -hmm. I think that we've before talked about werewolf Howie like still being bipedal. Yeah. Um, so whatever version of werewolf we're getting, I think um, Zoe is covered in black fur um, and she's sort of 
panting with exhaustion a little bit, and we get this shot of her bright orange eyes. Hmm. Um, okay, so Howie, like, reaches over and tentatively puts a hand on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay, just relax. It's worse if you fight it. I think she sort of whines softly a little bit closes her eyes um, and her breathing slows a little bit um, and relaxes yeah there you go here and and he he motions to the to the meat that he brought there's some there's some blueberries in it some sweet potatoes oh my god how we make custom werewolf food for his uh-huh. daughter? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm emotional. It's from his own private stock that he always keeps. He's the goodest boy. He he eats it himself. He knows what he likes when he's a werewolf. Oh, he's a simply a good boy. It's very good. The last thing I want to get, I think, is after um. After things have settled and it's quiet in the room, I think that Lillian um, pushes open the door and sort of gasps a little and rushes in and um, and throws her arms around Zoe without any regard for, mm-hmm. you know, without even the, the implication that she would be concerned about this. She just, she comes in and she, um, she wraps Zoe tightly in her arms and buries her face against Zoe's shoulder and just kind of smiles. Oh. And then pulls back and... Uh, I think strokes the side of Zoe's face gently. And just there's this moment of the three of you together. I think she looks at you and and smiles and and just mouths thank you. Howie um just kind of nods silently and um puts a hand on Zoe's Zoe's shoulder again. If he took it off, he puts it back. <laughs> I realized I said that, and he already did that. So now he has two hands on her shoulder. Both of his hands are on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. everybody this is your keeper speaking thank you so much for joining us yet again in revenant alaska and for taking part of your week to tune into a horror borealis i hope you're enjoying the episode so far that scene was an absolute delight to record it's something that we've been working towards for a while now and i'm so so happy with how it paid off i hope that you are too ryan did an amazing job with the sound design on that one and i think it really created a a beautiful beautiful moment The rest of this episode's a little silly, so get ready for a tonal shift. Uh, But after this, I have to tell you, it takes off in the wildest way. There are four more episodes after this one in the arc, and every single one of them is a banger start to finish. So I'm really, really excited for what you get to hear next, and uh, I hope that you are as amped up as we are. As you probably know, Year of the Moth is well underway, which means those Revenant Pride stickers I've been telling you about just went up for pre-order. You can find the link on our Twitter at, uh, it's just at Horror Borealis. Um, 
or I will link to it in the show notes. Now again, that's just if you want to pre-order the stickers, you can get them for $1.50 a piece or the whole set of eight for $10. Um, after pre-orders are finished, we'll get the stickers in and they will be available in our shop for purchase at that point in time if you want them. This is just a way to ensure that you get them faster than anybody else. So uh, if you want to be guaranteed stickers and you want to make sure that you get them super, super quickly, this is the way to do it. We are, we are, I think, $80 from our next stretch goal. So $80 per month, we will reach uh, $12.50, which means at that point, the Cryptid Keeper podcast will return weekly, and there will be a number of bonus world-building episodes of A Horror Borealis that will then uh, enter production and will go up on the main feed eventually for everyone. So that would be very, very exciting. I have some really cool ideas for what I want to do with those, and I would love the chance to get to make them. But again, we won't unless we hit that stretch goal. So if you want something good in this world, you have to work for it, I'm afraid. Speaking of good people working for things, you can catch a number of other truly remarkable shows on the OneShot Network, if you have not already. From actual plays, to theory discussions, to character creation, to uh, discussions of inclusion and diversity and exploration of all the ways we can make tabletop gaming a better scene, all of those things will be found on the OneShot Network, depending on what you're looking for. Uh, the Broadswords is a really, really remarkable all-women and non-binary cast playing an inclusive intersectional Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, Arms of the Tide is a really wonderful magitechnological dystopian world featuring anti-capitalist themes and dealing with mental illness and a really unique cast of characters. Campaign Skyjacks is Sky Pirates and Weekend at Bernie's and The Decemberists all rolled into one and it goes some truly unbelievable places. Or if you want to try something different every week, you can listen to the One Shot podcast itself where a number of different systems get played and sometimes really cool celebrity guests come along. They recently finished up doing an arc with the Try Guys of Try Guys fame, and those are such a wild ride. So if you're looking for something new and you just can't wait seven more days for another Horror Borealis episode, I recommend you go check out one of our friends over on the network. It's a wonderful place to be, and we are so, so fortunate to be included. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Werner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. Sound design and audio editing are by Ryan Bolter, who does an amazing job and just keeps getting better. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thanks so much to the One Shot Network for having us, and enjoy the rest of the show. Bye! I like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Who do we want to go to next? Let's go to Martha and Hawk. Okay. <clears throat> Martha. Hi. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, you go to find Hawk. I think you probably find him where you would normally find him. We can decide if this happens like in the uh, the motel or at his house. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me where the scene plays out. What day is it? Maybe we'll say, what day is it? Yeah. I don't remember what day we said it okay, was. Okay, it doesn't I don't matter. I was just thinking because like we established it. Yeah, I was just gonna say maybe if it's like a Monday or Tuesday, maybe that's his weekend. Uh, let's say at, let's say it's at his home so that he can have access to you know books and books. things that might be useful to both of you. Okay, yeah. 
Knockity cool. knock knock. <laughs> Hawk, are you home? <laughs> oh, Martha. Uh, unexpected. Yeah. Uh, why do you have all the lights off? It's weird and dark and scary. Oh, sorry. No, oh. it's my weekend. I was just I was watching a movie, and I thought maybe it would be a little better if. Oh, uh, you, don't worry about it. Come on. Yeah. In. No, that makes okay. Yeah, that that makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> Do you mind if I uh, turn on the the lights though? Because I I don't want to be sitting. Oh, in by all okay, means, yes, you. yes. Tur- turn on anything. That's, That's fine. Good. Yeah, you know, I really forgot how squeaky your whole house is. It's a little bit like a horror movie. Well, one of these days I'll get that fixed up. You know, in my spare time. Do you have any? I guess you do now. No, I don't. I'm sorry. That was sort of a joke. Did it not? Uh, Anyway. No. (laughs) What can I do for you, Martha? Um, So, vampires. What do you you got on on those? Well, not a tremendous deal, but I have managed to find some information. Um, I don't know how useful it will be to you, but we can go through it together. Yeah, I think um, anything will be of use even if it's not if that makes sense you know yeah let's 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 look at it armed with information so one thing that maybe the vast realms of fiction have not clearly understood is that vampires are inherently magical creatures which maybe sounds a bit obvious but i mean i believe that they are stronger the closer they are to direct sources of magic. That would explain a lot. I think it certainly provides an interesting motivation for their choosing to come to Revenant, and that concerns me. Yeah. Me too. It's unclear exactly what the extent of their abilities are, but I know that they have powers of coercion, manipulation, you know, standard vampire fare, really, but... Biting. Biting, Powerful yes, they do have bites. biting powers. Is that? I'm sorry. Do you think that's a superpower or? Uh, well, for vampires, it sure is. No, I think I think all vampires can bite. Oh. That wouldn't really make it a. Well, like I guess from it, they bite stronger than me, probably. Right. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> so, um. Oh, God, I really hope it doesn't come to this, but did you happen to find anything on what might hurt them? Well, I know that there's information in various sources about wooden stakes or garlic, which is frankly ridiculous. There's no reason on Earth why garlic would repel any sort of magical creature, but... I do believe that silver would probably be effective. Silver tends to have properties which interrupt magical forces, and uh, therefore it stands to reason that, you know, a silver bullet or maybe a silver stake would be effective in... Oh, so not just... For lack of a better word. Not a wooden stake? Isn't that usually, like, the go-to? Well, again, not a lot of people really understand exactly how it is that vampires are working. Okay. I mean, if you put a wooden stake through anyone, it will certainly slow them down for a bit. Uh, uh, yes. Are you speaking from experience? We don't need to get into that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so silver. 
that interferes with the magic that they use to why do they need magic again can they like do the same stuff that i can i highly doubt that no uh vampires magical powers more have to do with influence they are capable of controlling or convincing or influencing other people i believe there's some relationship between that and the bite of a vampire but i it's not clear unfortunately in the sources that i have we i haven't personally dealt with them before okay now what about the head chop off thing because i've seen that somewhere well it's certainly worth a shot i i again i i don't know that there's anything that wouldn't be effective on okay Maybe the Headless Horseman. Yes, that would be an exception to the rule. Okay. Well, it's a good thing we're not dealing with that guy. Oh my god. Okay, out of character. <laughs> yes. Any specific questions you have that I can answer here more directly? Because um, this is some wild uh, No, um, so what we've learned is that uh, vampires draw from like magical energies and they have manipulative powers and um silver has properties that uh interfere with magic um uh-huh so that could be a useful tool right so here's something else that i want to make clear vampires are stronger the closer they are to sources of magic which right. gives you some insight into why for example they would be interested in setting up a vampire town here right um, right because it would be you know nigh impenetrable um, I'm trying to figure out how much just direct information I want to give you. And I think I'll, I'll go ahead and explain this part because I think it'll just make things a little bit easier from here on out. Um, there's not really a better way to give you this information. So vampires can bite people and they can feed on blood. Um, and we can hand wave this as, as being information that comes from your conversation. Because again, I think this will be easier to just explain out of character and let you clarify with me. Okay. Um, but for these particular vampires, um, they do not have to feed on blood, actually. Okay. Like human so blood or of, just blood in general? Like just blood in general. Okay. So in a lot of uh, in a lot of vampire lore, you know, something that is sometimes sympathetic about vampires is that they have to drink blood to survive. Right. These vampires actually do not. Okay. They don't have to. But you also have evidence that they have, which maybe begs the question of, like, why would do that then? Right. Because vampires um, naturally are sort of powered by magic. So in places where they are not close to magic, blood will sustain them. They can drink it and feed that way, but they don't have to if they're this close to a magic source. However, feeding on blood does make them stronger. Okay. So, like, a vampire that has just consumed a whole bunch of human blood will be like a much more fearsome opponent than one who has not recently does that make sense yeah do we know how long that lasts because they did just uh eat that guy or drain that guy in the uh yeah i think you should assume the combination of them like just a couple days ago having drained a dude um and then also being this much closer to the magic source directly in the gates of the arctic means that they're pretty powerful vampire okay 
And then the other thing um, is that Hawk implied there is a relationship between the bite of a vampire and their ability to compel them. Mm-hmm. So I won't tell you like if this is the entire extent of it, but you should probably be wary that if a vampire has bitten someone, um, that might mean they are able to be swayed or controlled by that vampire. Okay. So in other words, if you were to like run into somebody and they had like a big vampire bite wound on their neck and they were saying some weird stuff, you could probably ascertain like, ah, that person may be under the influence of vampire. Okay. I'm just Again, I won't tell you distinctly like that's how vampire control works. I'm not going to say like you are going to be able to like that's that's not what I'm telling you, but you should be aware of that correlation. Okay. I'm just writing all this down so I don't forget because I will forget. So that's a lot of information that I've given you. Um, I will let you ask me one more direct question. So if there's anything else that you want to clarify, like I will give you as complete an answer to it as I can. Um, Whether you want that to be more clarification on like how they can be hurt, um, or if you want it to be more clarification on like ways to tell if someone is one or like anything that you want to know about them. I'll I'll give you one more complete answer. I want to know a little bit more about the sunlight thing. Okay, so uh, under artificial or indirect or like low light, like inside or out of direct sunlight, they appear totally normal. Okay. So you have noticed this, right? Like you have seen, you know for a fact at least that Carson is a vampire. You have seen Carson indoors and in indirect light, and you know that they just look like a human being. Okay. In direct sunlight... Oh, Alex. They do not <laughs> They do not burn or anything. Yeah. They don't like you can't like disintegrate a vampire by putting it in direct sunlight. Um direct light or UV light, which is effectively the same as sunlight, um causes some visual changes that are very marked. Alex. Okay. Yes, Haddison. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you know you know what I'm thinking. You know they do not sparkle. Oh. No. God. <laughs> sorry, I'm then sorry. What sorry even is the disappoint. damn point? I'm quitting the podcast. I wanted scary vampires. <laughs> I like scary vampires too. I'm sorry. I just I when you said that sunlight doesn't hurt them, I I literally like. I know you had a moment. I was a little <laughs> like a uh, meerkat. Just so it's literally just silver, then. Tim didn't ask for clarification. I on did that not. Question. Yeah. Okay. He sure fair. did not. Um, but Although that's Hawk something did that you mention could... that you know decapitation is probably, probably going to affect a little most. Bit effective. Here's the thing: yeah. decapitation is a pretty effective strategy against most things. I don't always feel like I need to list it as a yeah. Yeah. except except <laughs> something that doesn't for a hydra. True. That's true. Or, that's true. Or, or, headless horse or yeah. a creature that doesn't have a head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a headless, the headless horse. Yeah. You fight the headless horse. What are you going to do? Geez, if only somebody else had made that joke. Yeah, you just cut off the little pumpkin on top of their heads. Um, yeah, or on right top of, of their, their neck? Yeah, on top of their... No, on top of their... Their stump. Oh, God. Do, wait, okay. Headless horsemen. Oh, my God. Do they have a neck? Or is it just... Is the neck part of the head? Is the neck part of the head? So is it cut off, like, flush with the shoulders? Or is it like... Are we done talking about vampires? Uh, Have you just decided you're done with that conversation? <laughs> no, this was just a ta- another tangent. We've gone a lot of. Those. Do you want to know what vampires um, look in the sunlight, or would you like for that reveal to happen? So later, I would like, like that moment? to 
reveal later. Um, so I do want to... I kind to... of think it would be more fun if that happens. Like, right. you know... Yeah, yeah. If at some point you pull one out into the sunlight. Yeah. Um, so I do want to jump back in with Hawk and, like, I'm not expecting okay, sure. anything from this. It's just, like, a way to kind of end the conversation. Totally. Um, yeah. And we'll say that uh, for the sake of the information we've just given you, this has been you two, like, looking over notes and books and, like, journals that Hawk has. And mm-hmm. you've, you've been exploring this yeah. information together. And that was just a much quicker way to get that information out there. Yeah. So we just so uh, we just uh, went over the sunlight thing and Martha mm-hmm. asks, so in – are they able to like transform? Like I know that Dracula does the whole bat thing. Is that part of the sunlight? I I think that was an invention of someone's, but hmm. just because I don't have evidence of it, I guess doesn't mean it can't happen. There are obviously all sorts of exceptions to every rule up here. And I don't know if their magical powers could be strong enough to that point. I don't know what happens if someone who already has extant magical powers is then transformed. I, I'm i not sure. But I don't think that that comes standard. Okay. And I think that's all I have. Um, if there's anything else you think of, if there's anything else that you can think of that you would like information on, I can do my best to, to find it. But Yeah, I mean... Um... If you happen to stumble across anything else or, um, yeah, I'll, we'll be in touch. And I mean, yeah, your help is always appreciated. Good luck out there. Good luck in here. What, uh, what movie are you getting back to? Oh, it's, uh, it's not important. Okay. Um. What movie is he watching? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't have one ready to go. Well, why didn't you, Alex? Jeez. Um, God, what kind of movies do we feel like Hog watches? I, I think it would be really fun if he Disney watched, movies. like, really, it's probably really, The Little Mermaid. Like, I was going to say, I thought it would be really funny if he watched, like, really sappy, like, Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, is he watching You've Got Mail? <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, 94, right? Yeah, he is. It was, oh, no, it was 98. He can't be. Ah, uh, darn it. What about Maybe Rent? he's got an advanced screening. That's the power of the gatekeepers, Wait, give me baby. one second. Let me double check another movie. He could be watching Sleep is in Seattle. That came out in 93. Oh, 93. nice. He got it oh, at he Blockbuster Video. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> maybe maybe Martha <laughs> okay. catches a glimpse of, like, Sleepless in Seattle and just like, oh, Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, like, yeah. paused on the TV yeah, in the living room. You can see Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, sure. He's watching Sleepless in Seattle. And when you came in, you noticed he had, like, a tissue in one oh, hand. No. <laughs> oh, no. Sweet. Um, I think um, Martha I like just, like... the only thing we fact-check is the year's movies came out. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about it. Nothing else. We're really, really um, particular about our, our pop culture references, and nothing else. <laughs> so, uh, after seeing that, Martha's gonna put a hand on Hawk's shoulder and be like, you let me know if you need anything, but okay. And then walks out. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, where to next? I would like to get Addison some time this episode. Yeah, let's have uh, Mariah wake up. Okay, it's after you now. That's me. That is you. All right. So, ooh, that was not a joke. Like, that was not a stage yawn. That was just me thinking about the act of yawning, and then it made me yawn. Um, I love that. I love that for you. You're so method. 
Um, so she wakes up from her nice little, nice little sleep. About what time is it at this point? How long did you nap? Oh, that's what I'm asking you. No, it's a good point. Um, probably a couple hours, like three. Okay. Three hours? Uh, probably mid-afternoon. Okay, cool. Right? That feels right. Because you sort of no, got together. Feels right. Morning, like mid-morning, probably mid-afternoon, mm-hmm. early mid-afternoon. 2 p.m. Why not? Sure. It's 2 p.m. Uh, I was trying to get a sense of what what does it look like outside? Ooh, good question. Um, we will say um, there is still uh, plenty of direct sunlight. You probably have about two hours of sunlight left, maybe. All right. Cool. So the problem that I'm running into right now that I'm going to mm-hmm. have to work through as a player and as a person is that Mariah doesn't know any of the stuff that I just heard you tell Tim. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> okay. But you could make it your point to go find Martha. That could be the next thing you do because yes, Martha was leaving to go have that conversation when you fell asleep. You've been asleep for a while. And she's not here. Yeah. It makes sense for you to find that stuff out before you ki- try to go do a vampire stakeout. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, I've, I've yeah, written myself into a corner here. Um, I think you okay. knew that, like, you knew the plan that all of us were doing because we, we talked it over yeah. before you went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Totally. So, what I, I guess I should assume, Martha, you're still at Hawks uh, or. Yeah, probably. To... Yeah. Or were you coming back to oh, your were you own coming home back to your you house? <laughs> um, I don't know. Because that could we be. We could good. get a thing of Mariah having, like, just woken up and sort of stretched out her little arms and, like, Martha okay. slipping into the house. Yeah, just like, yeah. I like that. Um. Oh, uh, good uh, uh, after morning. Good, whatever you woke up. Um, do you want? Is it uh, morning? Coffee? <laughs> oh no, my god! It's like yes. just afternoon. Okay. Uh, with um, a side of information, if you've got some. Yeah, <laughs> hey. yeah. Um, here I'll grab the coffee real quick. Uh, do you want to stay cuddled up in the bed, or do you want to come out to the living room? Ah, uh, it's cold in the living room. Okay, so I'll be in there in a second. Thanks. And then we Did, wait yeah. for an awkward minute before the coffee's done. <laughs> <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Little montage of Martha making coffee. Um, yeah. Horror Borealis, the only podcast where coffee is prepared in real time. <laughs> God. Um, so did you did you get a hold of Hawk? Did he say anything? Yeah, so um, he was able to find a lot, actually. Um Great. So the main reason that these three are here is because of the magic. And they're more powerful the closer they are to a magic source, which not great for us. Um, right. So with magic, apparently they can like do some manipulative stuff, um, especially if they... Uh, bite mm-hmm. someone they can uh influence their their actions um so i guess we need to be on the lookout for anything weird um yeah now the the whole wooden steak and garlic thing that apparently isn't true but silver does interfere with the magic so okay. we'll have to keep that in mind um silver Great. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming 
if those if the garlic and the wooden steaks are bullshit, then I'm assuming like all the Bram Stoker shit that that's out to just all the um like destroy their coffin or like they turn into fucking wolves bats is that all that all out i don't know um we didn't find anything on that uh but the one weird thing i guess it's Uh all weird but the weirdest (laughs) thing um they don't melt or like get burnt in direct sunlight so that wow hmm? huh so that's just that's all bull too well they do transform into something or they become something that's not human they're already something that's not human okay but they don't look human okay but we don't know what they look like no i asked about the bats and uh, hawk didn't know and that's a little disappointing Right. Okay, well, that's it's something. Um, so if they're trying to lay low right now, it's likely they're going to keep to themselves um, during the hours when the sun is providing a lot of direct light. Um, Which it's not really providing a whole lot of direct light this whole season. I mean, we get a few good hours per day, but yeah. Yeah. Um, potentially... Okay, just, I have a question. Don't laugh at me. Okay. Um, Do you have a UV lamp? Um, no, I don't. Um, I, I never really had a need for one. Do you? You collect, no, I don't. Um, I'm just trying to think if we don't have the sun, what's another, what's a good substitute? Um, uh, well, lizards like to have, uh, UV light. Does, uh, does Zoe keep lizards or anything? Or like any type uh, of reptile? I don't reptile? want to bother. I don't think we should bother Zoe right now. Okay. She's not feeling well. Okay. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, forget, scrap the lamp thing right now. Okay. The point is, we have more information than we had before, um... But we also still kind of don't know much of anything. Wait, but we have we have a starting place. We have a motive. We have mm-hmm. like Revenant is a pretty magical place. If they're stronger around magic, it makes sense they'd want to be here. Yeah, they're probably here, basically casing the town, getting a sense of it. That also means though that if we interact with them, we should probably try to keep confrontations more into town because the closer we get to the forest, the more like we, we likely we are that we're fucked. That's true. Oh, um, one other thing. Uh, the, yeah. the guy that was killed in the park, uh, the other park, yeah. um, just a couple days ago, they drank his blood. So they probably have even more power than they normally would even without the magic. So the, so That's they're like just... extra supercharged. Oh, great. <laughs> so the blood's not just food, it's like a power up. Yeah, that's um that's what Hawk was saying. They don't need blood as long as they have the magic to draw on. That Well, that kind of complicates things, but yeah. 
Because, I mean, it seems like they're they're willing to, you know, get the blood. No, yeah, exactly. Um, do you have any idea where they are right now? Uh, oh, oh, fuck. Um, Carson was going over to the funplex. They were. What about the other two? I, I don't know where they are. Okay, well, uh, we should probably get to finding out. Um. I'm gonna finish this and then I need to get back into town. Yeah. Do you thank wanna, you. Do you want to head over to the funplex? Yeah. Uh, thank you okay. for thanks for the information. I I just <laughs> have no fucking clue what we're gonna do about this. <laughs> um. Yeah. Me too. But we should get moving. Okay. <laughs>